Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and uh, friends beyond the binary. It's time for the podcaster who's here to start a sleep wave, uh, because like, because uh, there's other waves, you know, H-E-A-T waves. Uh, maybe you're having one of those, maybe not. Uh, other, you know, people do the wave. Uh, I'm waving at you. I did an episode about that once. But patrons, you're the ones that kick off the sleep wave. Couldn't do without you. Thank you so much. And let's get on with the show. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome uh, to Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. Uh, we do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed turn out the lights and press play I'm going to do the rest what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside with whatever's keeping you awake whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings you know, maybe something's keeping you awake uh, uh, feeling, uh, you know, emotions uh, you know, whatever you're experiencing it could be travel, it could could just be something you say, just I can't get to sleep somebody told me about this podcast whatever it is uh, or maybe you, you you know you you listened for a little while years ago and now you're back you got something going you know I'm here to help and what I'm gonna do is uh, if you, if you'll allow me if you're new or you know a regular listener is I'm gonna send my voice across the deep dark night and that's kind of an invitation I got this nice uh, you know place you know smooth and padded and rubbed down for you. And what am I going to do? I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, you know, like the creak of a door uh, combined with a sweet, sweet bird song. When you combine those two things together, you get creaky dulcet tones. You know, you'd say if that door in my grandmother's house could sing or do a podcast, uh, it would sound just like Scoots does, I believe. Uh, I got pointless meanders, uh, superfluous tangents, uh, extra, you know, extra words, filler words, uh, too many words, words I don't, words I mispronounce, uh, words I don't understand, words whose, you know, improper usage of words. Uh, believe me, I've received that. Uh, I said, wait a second, when did Scrabble get in for, I said, I thought you were just a game, I know you got your own dictionary. Uh, but I said, when did you become, like, when did you get the info? And they said, I said, oh, wait a second. Is this one of these email things? Uh, and they said, no, we're with, we're, we're with Scrabble. Uh, we wanted, and I said, okay, luckily they must be new at this, you know, because they said, okay, like I have some tea on, would you like some tea? And they said, oh, sounds delicious. I said, oh boy, uh. They said, let's sit down at a table and talk this out. And they said, sounds great. Eh? And I said, what are you here about again? Because I already forgot. And they said, misusage of words. And I said, oh, boy, I can't. Oh, there's my tea kettle. Uh, I can't wait to sit. I said, just wait here at the door one second, please. Uh, I'm going to close it and lock it while, you know, because my tea kettle is, uh, you know, it's just, it's just part of my tea making tradition. You'll have to excuse me. So, by the way, those are lovely blazers. Those, you know, they used to, like, are those the same blazers that, uh, like, Century 21 used to? Oh, you really bought those at, a, like, a, like a big sale. That's a smart move. 
very official looking while you're waiting for the Scrabble enforcement patches to come in. Wow, this is fascinating stuff. Okay, let me go get my tea kettle, and believe me, I'll be right back. You just stay right here. And then I scrambled away from the You know, I closed the door. There was an, I'll be honest with you. Well, they're probably listening. Uh, the, but there was, uh, you know, there was no such, there was no tea on. I don't even have a tea kettle. I just have a pot that I bought. Like at the time, I had, you know, I was not being honest with the scrabble people. And then I, you know, I scrambled right out of there. Snuck, you know, just like in the movies that time. I snuck down the driveway, you know, between the other apartments, and uh, I was, I vamoosed. Uh, and I, like, a, it would have been cool. It would be more cinematic if I had Scrabble tiles. Maybe this could be a podcast episode. Holy cow. I think it will be, like, where I, uh, where Scrabble tiles were spilling out of my pocket, uh, as they, you know, attempted to follow me, but, you know, I want, uh, VA, locally I can't spell, so I don't leave very good clues, but, so that was, uh, yeah, that's a quite a story that I'll probably tell later tonight, but, uh, oh, if you're new, I went off topic early there, so here, let me, um, please just indulge me for a few more minutes, uh, yeah, uh, let me tell you about the structure. So, one, I'm glad you're here. If you're skeptical, this podcast is totally natural. This podcast is a little bit different. It uh, is a little bit strange and uh, goofy. And so, what what, uh, what to expect is give it a few tries, kind of let it drift in in one ear and out the other, and see how it goes because it's kind of like a podcast. Uh, uh, mixed with nonsense, but so structurally what to expect. Show starts off with a few minutes of business, which you heard. That's like not essential for new people, just regular listeners. Uh, then there's a uh, intro, which we're doing now. And the intro's around 12 to 15 minutes, which at first you might say, what, what? And I say, yeah, it's kind of like where I ramble for 12 to 15 minutes. I attempt to explain what the podcast is. And then usually something comes up where I say, well, let me describe what the podcast is. Oof, are those Century 21 Blazers? Oh, I don't, like, uh, and then I have to explain to everyone. Uh, I say, okay, well, Century 21 Blazers. So Century 21 was a real estate agent uh, company, real estate agency. I don't know if that's what they call themselves. And I really know no facts about it, but... uh, it could be because mostly my experience with it was in fictional movies like comedies. Uh, and what they did was it was like a nationwide one where I think before this, and again, this is just an assumption, you know, real estate agencies were more of a mom and pop style business. I don't know if that's true, uh, but they were nation, you know, nationwide. And one of the ways you knew them is they wore a golden blazer that with a like a patch on there, uh, which you kind of uh, told you you're in good hands. Or I don't know, that was a different company that was good hands, but they said, you know, Century 21, we know what we're doing. We got gold blazers. You know, why wouldn't you trust us? Uh, also, this is, you know, and I don't, I've never owned a home, uh, so I don't know anything about any of that stuff. Uh, never even attempted to. I don't even know if I've been in an open house, really. Uh, 
it's interesting. I mean, I live in the Bay Area, so it's not like actually they're kind of like parties now. I think there's so many people that show up to them. But so just in case you didn't know what Century 21 was, uh, there's the incorrect version. And that's why the intros are kind of long. But also they're long because it's part of a lot of people's bedtime. The whole idea to sleep with me is uh, that I'm here to keep you company and take your mind off stuff while you fall asleep. And that's a little bit different for everybody. Like some people only need a couple minutes, uh, but some people need to ease into bedtime. And some people can't sleep. They just need a friend to to be there throughout the night. Uh, Some people wake up. So the intro is, though, when I say, oh, what's like the most straightforward way to use sleep with me, I guess, which there's no right or wrong way. Uh, but it's like to eat, you start listening as you're getting ready for bed or as you're getting in bed and, and, and you know, you, then you shut your devices off, but the podcast is already playing and you kind of ease your way into bedtime. You get ready, you're unwinding, maybe you're doing something else tactile or, you know, maybe you could read and listen to this podcast. I don't know. Maybe people do that, but you might be puffing your pill, you know, whatever it is. It's part of your bedtime routine. It's not the only part of it, right? Uh, but the idea is it's a slow descent into sleep uh, for some of us. Uh, so that's the intro. Then there's some business. Then there's the episode, which maybe tonight will be about Scrabble. I don't know. One of the few games, no matter how competitive I could be, I don't stand a chance. Uh, so uh, so there'll be this bedtime story. Now, some people want to just get to the bedtime story. They just skip to 18 or 20 minutes. Uh but those are usually people that have been listening a while. They kind of say, oh, "Okay, yeah, this is." I don't. I don't know. I think you 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 kind of see how it goes. That's the kind of thing. So as a structure show, at the end of the show are some thank yous. Um, what else? Oh, so you don't need to. This is one podcast you don't need to listen to, which I kind of have already demonstrated. It's a podcast you kind of barely listen to, though. If you need to listen, I'm here. And that's the other side of it is there's no no pressure to fall asleep. I'm here to help. I'm here to keep you company and to take your mind off of stuff. Uh, and if you need me, if you can't sleep, I'm here to the very end of the show, like an hour. And you could queue up episode after episode if you need it. Believe me, that's my job is to be here to keep you company. Now, what else do we need to know? You think that's it? Uh, you don't need to listen. No pressure to fall asleep. Uh, the reason I make this show is because I've been there, tossing and turning in the deep, dark night. And uh, I want to help. I want to keep you company. Uh, I want to be a service to you. And this is just my way of doing it. Now, the podcast doesn't work for everybody. With most of the feedback I get, I find out, yeah, it works. Uh, it, after two or three tries, you, you kind of give it a shot. And it may or may not work for you. So just kind of see how it goes. Uh and that's no pressure for me. Like I said, like uh, I, I just want to help, so I hope it can help you. If it doesn't work for it or you're still listening and you're, you say, I just generally greatly dislike the podcast, uh, go to sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you. Wherever you are in the spectrum of sleep with me not working for you, it's got like some podcasts, some general sleep podcasts, some other podcasts I like that are chill. And then actions you could take if you say, well, I just like uh, the most sleepy way of saying it is your podcast does not appeal to me, but a stronger version of that. 
And then you have a way to positively vent that energy without, you know, just sending me an email or whatever. So that's a, that's a, that's how the show works. Uh, I hope it feels friendly, uh, and I hope it feels like I care because they do. And the main reason I care is because I know how much it sucks. Uh, and not only do I believe you deserve a good night's sleep, I, I in my dreams of dreams, making this show, it would help you in a way that you could flourish uh, tomorrow, in, in a year from now, in two years from now. And be present in your life and in, enjoy it and enjoy uh, those things around you. You know, whether it's a bird, because like a bird, you know, bird noises, uh, when you're in the, I, 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 believe me, I'm trying to get to that flourish zone. Right now I'm, I'm in like the turnip zone and I think that's like a, a Super Mario Kart track. Uh, but I think like it's a, like you say, some days you, the birds sound sweet and the other days you're like, can you, you know, quiet it down? Like I'm trying to go to, you know, I'm not in the mood. That could be another autobot bird songs. I'm not in the mood, a scooter story. Uh, so I don't know if you're new or a regular listener, you know, I'm glad you're here. I work very hard. I yearn and I strive and I really want to help you fall asleep. So thanks again. Uh, for your time, and uh, here's a couple ways we keep the show uh, going. All right, hey everybody, Scoots here, and uh, it's time for. Uh, it, we haven't done one of these episodes in a while, and uh, it takes a lot of setting up uh, because uh, people say, "What?" Uh, you don't know if it's been at least maybe it's been a year or more. Uh, so let me see if I could set this up in the most sleepy and incoherent way possible. So a lot of times, you know, people say, well, how much time do you spend working on the podcast? They say, well, so it takes up, uh, it's a few full-time jobs. And then people say, well, what do you do to relax? Uh, like, how does the scoots unwind? Uh, like, well, I'm still waiting for people to ask that question. So then I just have been answering it. You know, because people say, geez, with a, you know, a sleep podcast, like it must be your life must be when you're not doing the lulling, soothing tones. It must be like you, you're, you're like a, you're, you're almost like an international man of mystery, but without, you know, you're mysterious. Uh, like I sing BB-8, BB-88 moves in mysterious, uh, cute, what did I say? Ovular ways, spherical ways. Uh, but uh, so... They say, wow, what is it? Do you jet set? Do you, you know, are you a pre-skiing? Are you, uh, you, you know, Hollywood, uh, New York? What kind of glitz and glam is Scoots into? You know, tell us, uh, oh, Scooter, tell us all the adventures you go on. And I say, well, I do have one hobby. You know, when I'm not podcasting, I still am into audio. And the one thing I like to do is just keep like, uh, now you're not going to believe this, so maybe you settle into your bed a little bit more. And, you know, let me set the stage for you. Picture, so I have my dog. Her name's Koa, K-O-A. And we actually share our hot, we share a pastime, the two of us. Because uh, they said, well, this is my best friend, my, you know, companion, always at my side, sometimes, you know, under a table, always close to me is my sweet, sweet dog, Koa. Now, this, you know, there's a world full of hobbies out there, and you could find your own pastimes, your own, 
you know, what brings you pleasure? And you say, so Scooch really likes, you're really giving us a slow sell on this. And I say, well, one is like, uh, most people don't believe this, this is a hobby. And it's, yeah, it's a niche hobby. It, very few people practice it, but globally, there are other people that have this hobby. Maybe some of them are imaginary. Maybe some of them are real. Uh, and so what Co and I like to do is, uh, so I have my dog there. She's on her dog bed. And what I do is, you know, wait till the sun has set. Uh, and I get, you know, I like to have the room, the lights down low. And I'll be sitting on the couch. Maybe I'll have my feet up on an ottoman. And Co is there, but we're within viewing of each other. So there's no coffee table obstruction so we can make eye contact or look at one another. Once upon a time, Koa had her own chair uh, that she sat in, too. And when she had her own chair, we were actually on the same level. But, I mean, we're always on the same level. So now even though she's on the floor, uh, it doesn't it hasn't impeded our enjoyment of this passing. So the lights are down. And I have the, uh, like, I have the speakers on, the stereo on. I don't have a stereo, but I have speakers. Because I don't think st- stereo is like one of those things that's gone away. Uh, but I have, like, this Bluetooth speakers or internet enabled speakers ready to go. And hopefully it's quiet, but it doesn't really get in the way. And, you know, then it's kind of like a bit of a theater of the mind that they talk about when you're listening to the radio or to a sports broadcast like baseball or, you know, audio fiction, radio play, but, or, you know, nonfiction uh, narrative. But this is a little bit different because it's like, uh, I don't know, people have, said of, uh, people have never said it's avant-garde, but, uh, you know, you know I, I don't know if the great, uh, if the new wave was into this or not, but I, I am. So we'll sit there. And what we do for an evening, this is a real evening of enjoyment. Holy cow, does it bring me joy? Does it relax me? Does it titillate me? He's uh, listening to Knox. Uh, like, uh, that's right, K-N-O-C-K-S is uh, recorded Knox. Uh, occasionally, we'll get into other f- forms of Knox. But, you, yeah, so I listen Co and I, actually, not just I, not just me by myself alone. I listen to recorded, mostly recorded knocks. Uh, oh, you see more, tell me, oh, mostly people knocking on doors. Uh, 90% or so is humans knocking on doors. And you'd say, Scoot, you really listen to recordings of that. Uh, I don't know what to say. And I'd say, well, that's what, what when, I, when I was a lad and my parents, is, is, you know, started to realize I was a little bit different than the other kids uh, and wondered what my future held. Uh, they, you know, they, they, this never actually happened, but in a formative memory situation like this, uh, setting the table, it makes sense. You know, they did sit me down one day when I was just a boy, not even a boy on the verge of being a late blooming boy becoming a man or, an, you know, an adult uh, trying to figure out what that means. Uh, this was when I was just a boy. And they sat me down and they, you know, they tried to ask me those probing questions. And I said, Mama, Papa, one day I like, uh, you know, 
I love Knox, Mama Papa. Uh, and they looked at, they gave me that same look you're looking at, you, you know, your pillow at right now. They said, I'm sorry, what? So your reaction is like uh, contextually perfectly reasonable. But yeah, so Cohen and I listen to recordings of people knocking on doors. I mean, that's a TLDR version right there, and that's my hobby. And with all hobbies and with the, the, the Internet, you know, before the Internet, you would have to record your own knocks, listen to knocks, and, you know, and you say, well, where does this come from, Scoots? Uh, and I'd say, well, let's just, let's not dig any deep, let's not, we don't need to get into, Freud, you know, Freudian or Jungian depths here. I would say, I don't know, but maybe I just, like, when I was a, I, I wasn't a very good paper boy, and I didn't enjoy that, uh, so probably wasn't from that, but that's the only time I had first, you know, firsthand knocking, experiencing in the kind of manner. So I don't know. Maybe in a, maybe it's probably remnants from another lifetime. I lived in another universe, you know, in a parallel world or a previous world. Uh, but it would have had to have been the last few centuries when people were knocking on front doors. So it could be alternative timeline that I, that it, I don't know. I, I guess I don't know why I enjoy it so much. Uh, but yeah, basically what we do is, and as the internet has developed even more, it's made it easier for, we call ourselves knock enthusiasts, a very simple, you know, knock fans. But knock enthusiasts is, is probably the best way to capture it and kind of put it in a sentence where there's no confusion other than saying you were saying, Say what you're you're a knock enthusiast, like a knock war. Like some people would say knock worse, I would understand, but door knocks. And I say, well, yeah, I'm into it. Uh, it's a it's a pastime listening to it, not like that. Though, if when these episodes come up, I do say, well, I do write uh, cover your ears, but I'll say it erotic knock fiction in my spare time under a pen name, a plume de nom, nom de plume. Uh, like uh, so won't ever intersect with the podcast uh, and those are themed uh, like uh, my most famous one is uh, well there's one did I t- that one I couldn't put out because uh, like knocking on heaven's door obviously that one uh, that's trademarked or whatever but uh, in knock knocking the sequel knock knocking on heaven's door uh, uh which for some reason I put knock knocking at Heaven's Door too, and a lot of you know a lot of my voracious fans, uh, Mabel and Zeke, those are the like they said Scooch is he? It's I said oh you're right I didn't realize that thank you it's a double whatever double positive for my sequel. My Hollywood Knocks series is you know that's the most well known on this podcast. Uh, so anyway, so so okay, so bring it back again to to because uh, I don't want to explain it for fifty minutes, even though I would. Uh, so Co and I now will listen to wave files, MP3s, if necessary. But uh, you know, real knock enthusiasts you really want the the the, the broadest audio spectrum possible. Uh, so what you would do? Let's just pretend. You were uh, not curious. Again, that's just, that's available under my plume de nom. 
Oh, no, that was like, that's fiction I write for myself, not even knock fiction. Because uh, I said one day, you know, that's how we'll know if we found the right one, Koa. And Koa just puts her head down. He said, that's how we'll know that's the one, you know, but anyway, most people are curious about my enjoyment of knocks. They're not knock curious. Okay, so... Where was I? Okay. Oh, yeah. Trying to just make, make it make sense. Uh, so you you sit on the couch, you cue it up, uh, and you listen to Knox. Uh, now, for for you could listen to a sequence of Knox. Uh, you could listen to a themed curated collection of Knox. You could listen to a mystery curated collection of Knox. Uh, you could listen to a mystery tape. You could listen to maybe you wanted to go down like a road, like a, you know, construct a journey of Knox. Uh, but you're listening to Knox. Uh, sometimes you're listening to him more than once. Uh, you're And you're just enjoying all of the layers of the audio, really, and uh, the depth to it, the depth of the world, the Knox, you know, whatever. It could be as designed or as uh, natural and organic as you really want Uh there's an endless variety of enjoying knocks. And so you just listen and you say, huh. And then Koa will look at me and I'll say, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. And like sometimes, yeah, people will use knockers. Most of the time it's a hand on a door. Rap, rap, rapping. As, you know, one of the great, we would presume, knock enthusiasts ever. Uh, like used to say, I mean, cause you don't use a word like rap, rap, rapping, unless you're a poet or a knock enthusiast or both. Um, but so yeah, we just listen and yeah, we kind of go, kind of go with it. Oh, okay. This is from, uh, you know, all dot fan dot knocks or whatever, you know, that's not a real place, but it would be something like that. And so just kick back. We'll listen to it. Uh, and enjoy it. I mean, sometimes it's passive listening. A lot more times it's like food. You know, people, how come people can like food? But liking Knox is considered, uh, it's okay to giggle and laugh at my thing, you know. It's, you know, it's, it's, a, bit, it's a bit different. And people will say, Scoots, are you the only person on the planet Earth that is a Knox enthusiast? Uh, now, I would say possibly, but... Uh, I have a tale to tell you, uh, because you know, as I've been free with my love of Knox, uh, I've uh, like started to develop, you know, develop a reputation in the Knox community. And again, maybe maybe another part of it was that I was a kid of the '80s, and I mean, I, I do have a particular taste for Eastern European Knox. It's just like a like a niche within a niche, a sub niche or something. And, uh, like, I think it is because, like, do, being raised during the COLD raw, you know, like you say, oh, boy, I would think about Berlin and, uh, like, all that kind of stuff. I think it was just I watched, I consumed so much of that stuff as a kid, you know, whether it was James Bond or his fiction, the car or uh, Ludlum or, you know, uh, you know, stuff like that. Uh, my dad was always reading Jack Higgins, so I probably read a few of those books. Um, I don't know. So maybe that's part of it, too. And, and Okay, so then 
so so you're usually if you're a knack enthusiast you're like also recording knacks at some point and you know they can be tricky business because you really have to be respectful of uh other people in the reality that this is just a a wacky pastime to have uh and so it takes a lot of setting up like uh Unless someone's doing it undercover, which I guess, like, people might say it's not okay, but most of this is not a. People are just recording the knocks anyway, like, people that are doing it while they're working. Uh, but the number of jobs, uh, the correspondence of making things being easy to record and people having jobs knocking on doors, those, cur- you know, those are exact opposites on the graphing uh, or inverted, you know, graphs. And so just like I thought about creating like knock adventures, I emailed this idea to like Rick Steves or somebody like that. Uh, and I said, what about a Rick Steves knocking tour? And uh, I think it's just the info email address. So it's probably why they didn't get back to me. Uh, but I wanted to come up with this idea like uh, of knock uh, adventures. So, it would be two-way, like uh, you could uh, like record tours, kind of like this podcast, and then people could listen in their headphones and just like walk down the street uh, and hear knocks from that street. I mean, again, I emailed, you know, museums and walking tours, and I said, why don't you add some knocks in there? And uh, but so then eventually I came up with this idea of working with, you know, now this is where, and I'll, I'll tell everything to you, I'll front load this, so you don't got to worry about it at all. Yeah, but so when you're really enthusiastic about stuff, sometimes you want to believe, like, uh, uh, you want to believe that the whole world, uh, like, shares your enthusiasm, except when you're a curmudgeon like me, and then you don't really care. But when you start to, like, uh, exchange messaging with other knock fans, uh, you're like, holy cow, this is exciting, you know. Never thought about anyone saying, you know, was that a left or right knuckle roll? Uh, and, uh, was that an, was that an elbow or four, you know, stuff like that, talking about it. And, you know, Scoots, I'm kind of more in, um, artisanal side, but then it's good to interact with people that understand enamels and paints and door density. Cause you could really like, uh, and then I can say, well, how does that make you feel when a knock resonates in your chest? Uh, they say, no, that one didn't resonate in my chest, uh resonated in my upper back and then it reminded me you know that's my kind of that's my that's my knock thing man so we we started working with this i started working with people and again you say scoots is this imaginary or real you and your dog listen to knocks recorded on mp3s i said no waves mostly some mp3s uh but no uh yeah, so I was interacting with people online. Now, I'll tell you right up front, it wasn't who I thought it was, right? Uh, because also making this podcast, uh, sometimes I run, a, like, uh, I get on people's any, you know, I run afoul of people. Uh, and there's this group out there, and they're not an official Scrabble group. Uh, but, because, so don't, they're not official at all. Uh, but they run in that world of uh, Scrabble and Word Boggle and Word, you know, Word Friends and stuff like that. And as uh, as I've kind of um, 
like, you know, grown in profile, they can, some of that group is kind of, uh, this is again, this is steeped in mystery. I'm just trying to give you the basics. Uh, they I get on their nerves because they say, well, that's not even a word. Or why, why can't you say mystery bard? It sounds like you're saying Mr. Bard or Mr. Bard. And I say, okay, well, mystery bard or dearest scooter. They say, is it dearest scooter? That was how it kind of started. And again, my curmudgeonly. But anyway, so the, the people that I thought were, so this really is a grand adventure, uh, even grander than me. I mean, talk about an adventure, going somewhere, making sure you have permission, and then recording knocks. I mean, come on, that's an adventure in its own. You know, I'm surprised like Thor or, or like a cat, maybe Captain America would probably be into this uh Evolve the maybe Curse Evans is in the knocks. Who knows? Uh, I mean, I could write some knock fiction about him, believe me. Uh, but probably not. But so I, I was falling under this, uh, uh, the, like I was sent to an undisclosed city, uh, not Eastern European, uh, but just but somewhere adventurous. Oh, holy moly, was I excited! And I was told that uh, I would, uh, like, my knocks would be revealed to me, like, like uh, in a stage, like I was given a flip phone, and I had my recorders, uh, and I've kind of been working on my recording knock style to get the most depth, uh, even though I don't ask enough questions, like, uh, but so I use, like, uh, a digital recorder with built-in mics, but it also has two inputs. So then I use a boom, I mean, or a shotgun mic and a, uh, like a, a, another condenser, uh, handheld mic. Uh, so all of those are pointed at the door with a little bit different angles. Like I got a, the, the, I call it the knock 1000. It's like a tripod with attachments, uh, don't ask me for pictures of the stuff because it's all, you know, this is knock, knock enthusiasts only. But so I use that to record like four channels of one knock. Uh, and I don't do any, uh, you know, because I, I don't really barely know what I'm doing with compression or equalization. I mean, I'll boost the audio uh, sometimes, you know, or sometimes like do one with a, where I'm doing some noise reduction, but mostly it's just good to have wild knocks. Uh, again, a book, maybe Chris Evans stars in wild knocks. So I sent out on this knock tour and the first place I got, everything went fine. I set it up. I assumed like, uh, that I had permission. I knocked on the door. It was like a, a like a row of, uh, like, uh, not townhouse, I guess row houses, uh, what we consider, like, maybe they're called split levels in the U.S. Yeah, but so I knocked on that door, got the recording. It was a good, it was like a, a deep, uh, it looked from the street like a black door, but it was a deep, deep navy blue door uh, with multiple layers of paint. Uh, it seemed to be hollow, but it was a, it was a good knock. It was a good knock to start the night. Then I went to the next location, like a few blocks away, and we're just out of the city center. And then suddenly, you know, I don't I, I don't have any spidey sense, but I started to think like uh, something strange here, right? Uh, I don't know what it was. Uh, 
And so I said, let me scout out my knock, my next location of knocking. And I guess one benefit of me, especially when some other uh, uh, group is uh, kind of like uh, probably having fun on my behalf, is that I walk very, very fast, uh, incredibly fast. and so anyone estimating the times of my arrival, even if they were like putting, okay, he's probably pretty fast. I mean, now I just outed myself, but like, uh, like, so this group had not researched my walking speed or my ability to navigate. Like usually I either navigate seamlessly or, you know, not well. So I was at the second location early and it kind of took a, like a off, uh, off to the side spot to just kind of get a look at the door. I was still in the bit of the zone, but it was also like, even though this was set up, I was saying, what if someone's home and then it's it's the wrong door? And so I stood out there and then I saw someone come, come to the door uh, and look around like up and down the street, looking for me, probably me and my recording equipment and, uh, you know, my happy go lucky knock loving, innocence uh, you know oozing that out uh and then someone opened the door and they said the person opened the door said to the person and i was close enough oh, oh i had my recording equipment on too that's right it thought about that like it's like like i was in one of these like uh like i was really in an eastern european knock story but so i had the mic the, the shotgun mic uh I had one of the mics pointed that way, and uh, I heard the person open the door. They said, Karch, Karch, they said. And the person that had knocked on the door said, Karai. And then they kind of made some secret handshake, and they went in. And I said to myself, Karch, Karai, that sounds so familiar. And uh, at first I didn't realize, I said, well, that sounds mysterious. I mean, it, like, it didn't take me long because I played like a bunch of video games, but that was like a famous beach volleyball player. But it has like a like an alliteration and resonance uh, that goes way beyond McCarch Karai, you know, especially when it was used as a secret code, like in that situation. And I said, well, this is interesting. This is interesting because, uh, yeah, I said, what, what am I, like, what am I into? And they said, well, maybe they're, I said, okay, like, first of all, play, play, you know, you, you, they were already acting like you were, what is that word? Like Marty McFly, gullible. So, or Mc, George McFly. So I said, keep pretending like you're gullible, Scoots. And I said, well, this is some sort of, uh, like Karch Karai in my brain, you know, supercomputer that lives uh, like maybe not in my brain, but uh, sometimes my brain has access to it, started running Karch Karai based algorithms. And so I set up on the sidewalk, I set up my recording equipment, you know, I was dressed nice. So if somebody, anybody ever, any stopped to say, oh, I'm just collecting some audio, uh, Oh, I'm a podcaster just collecting some audio sounds uh, of someone knocking on this door. That's what I have. I go with the real story, you know, except for the knock enthusiast part. So I set up my equipment and I got ready in case they were watching me. And then I acted like I changed my mind and I brought my equipment closer to the door. 
and I lowered my levels because usually I said, okay, that would be at a distance. Uh, but maybe I want to get a, and I acted like I was really, but it really is just like thinking, should I do this? What am I doing? And I had everything set up, and this door was like ruby colored. Holy cow. And so it was an enticing door to be knocked anyway. And I said, this is going to be interesting. But I still didn't know uh, what to do next. I was like, wait a second. Uh, and I started to go through, uh, like, okay, Karch Karai. Sounds like some sort of, like, secret society, clearly. And then I said, well, who's, like, which secret societies are, like, am I not on their good list currently at the top of their not good list? I said, okay, that Scrabble Boggle, uh, those word people. And I said, I'm pretty sure I associated Karch, not Karch Karai, the Karch Karai. But uh, I said, I got a thing, I got a feeling. And then I reached into my pocket and, I, you know, just for reassurance, I had my uh, Carol King, the iPod uh, that I have uh, that has uh, a spiritual connection to Carol King and that I can turn to in times of need. So I hit shuffle on that and uh, a door song came up and I said, okay, clearly Carol King knows I'm in, I'm in need of things. Uh, Alabama song, Whiskey Bar. And I said, I'm never, like, the odds of uh, a door song coming up uh, when I'm about to knock on a door. I said, okay, okay, so I'm, I'm in good shape uh, just to knock on the door. And then I knocked on the door, and then I forgot to hit record because uh, I was still over there. And I said, okay, let me go back and record it. Uh, then I knocked on the door again. And then I said, okay. And I got the recording, but then I stood there and I thought of something. And this is a little bit complicated, so I won't explain how I did it. But I started a live stream of my knocks, uh, which, again, this technology only was existing at that moment in time. It ended up it didn't. It was only possible that one night. Uh, and I said, okay, turnabout is fair play. Because then my, my phone buzzed with a third location. Uh, and I said, like, I'm not going, like, like, and actually I checked Carol King. I checked my iPod and it's a teenage fan club. Uh, I don't care came up and I said, okay. Cause originally I was doing a knock stream just to, for, uh, if anybody out there like, uh, wanted to stream my knocks, uh, but also I was like, uh, just in case, I don't know what these like word, word, word fans are up to. But I said, okay, I'm developing a plan. A turnabout is fair play plan. So then I knocked again, uh, and not, no one answered, of course. Uh, uh, and then I waited a few minutes and knocked again. This is like one of my classic routines uh, to to, uh, to get interest in, like, uh, is to kind of be a little bit irritating, but in a sense of, like, uh, utter ignorance. And... Then I, I said, okay. And then I like got, got a URL for the live stream of the Knox, and I texted it back to the person that texted me. And then I put, I don't care. Uh, and then I knocked on the door one more time, and I said, 
Karch cry right through the door. And oh boy, did this door, uh, to say it had a resonance would be like it had a resonance for the residents of the home. But I mean, it clearly was being rented out or something. And then I hit my shuffle on my iPod and Space Buddies 4 from the Phenomenots came up. Uh, because I said, well, where am I going to go? Like, I'm going to lead them. I'm going to lead them on a Carol King and Shuffle iPod inspired uh, a goose chase. Uh, so then I said, Space Buddies 4. Uh, and then I kind of pulled out an, yet another device. Uh, I was over device. Uh, and I Googled Space Buddies. And it just happened to be that there was a Space Buddies arcade. And I said, okay, like, let's see how swift these, uh, these Karch Karai, Karch Karai Club is. Uh, so I headed to the arcade. I went down the alley to the back door because the front door was like glass and it was busy. But they had a back door and I set up my recording equipment, uh, and I said, well, I might knock and someone might say, like, what do you want? Uh, but I said, and it was a metal door, kind of a green, uh, like a steely forced green uh, with dents and dirts. And it was a Space Buddies arcade. And so I set up my equipment and I said, I took a few breaths and I knocked uh, and no one answered. And so then I waited uh, to kind of see, like, uh, if I would get another text uh, or, you know, what do the Karch Karai's Because uh, they said, well, this wouldn't be a very good goose chase if uh, they don't know where I am. And I said, even a hardcore knock enthusiast would have trouble uh, pinpointing where I am. But I said, oh, they did give me the phone. Uh, so I said, okay, like, uh, they, they must know where I am. Yeah, but I didn't really have any other plans. So then I shuffle my phone again, and uh, Duran Duran, Girls on Film came up, uh, and I said, Carol King, what go- you know, what kind of mystery are you bringing me on a mystery? And they said, what is this Duran Duran song even about? Because it doesn't sound like, uh, and I, 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 I said, what does she want? Because uh, like, I was like, what do I even Google? Because I was like, uh, not comfortable Googling the title of the song. And I said, Duran Duran. Uh, and then I r- realized uh, after some like kind of uh, backwards thinking uh, uh, that uh, Roberto Duran uh, happened to be running a, uh, like a, like a, like a, it was for all young kids of, uh, any identities, but, uh, uh, like a, uh, like your self-esteem, like an evening self-esteem class, like we're with physical fitness. And I said, okay, like, that, like, uh, that's I said, that must be where you want me to go, Carol King. And so we had it there. Yeah, I mean, not me and my like uh, recording equipment and the spirit of Carol King and my 4,000 devices. And I set up there and I knocked on the door uh, because it did actually have a door uh, because they said, like, uh, 
I guess because it was evening and there was a breeze and uh, everybody was learning, you know, like, uh, I don't know, whatever the class was in there. But the class was over, so I knocked on that door. So it was one with, like, a little window, also a metal door, hollow, uh, kind of a slate gray, uh, but then it had a mural on it of Roberto Duran uh, with a bunch of kids around it. Uh, and I knocked on the door, who I thought was Roberto Duran, I guess, because when I knocked on the door and I got it recorded, I had it streamed. Uh, so Roberta Duran opened the door because she said, can I help you? And I said, quite possibly you can. Uh, and she said, what's the recording equipment? And I said, well, it's tough to explain. And she said, try me. And I said, okay, well, I said, would you believe uh, that I'm recording people like knocking on doors? Uh, and she said, well, you just knocked on my door. Did you record it? I said, yeah. And she said, okay, listen back to it. And I said, you can, but I'm also live streaming it. But don't worry, our conversation's not being recorded. I hit mute. Uh, and so I played for her. Uh, the, um, I had to rewind. I scrubbed it back in the live stream I had going. And she listened to it, and she said, huh. And I, I said, it's a great door, by the way, a beautiful door. And she said, you look a little... Uh, like, uh, like, uh, off put. And I said, well, I'm here in town. And she said, why don't you come in? I said, no, no, we got to keep moving. And she said, we, and I said, uh, does the word Karch Karai mean anything to you? And her face went, uh, like, uh, like there's no denying she knew exactly what it was. And, uh, so I said, let's go talk, uh, because he said they're, they're like, they're on their way here probably. And she said, how? And I said, well, I'm creating a giant goose chase and uh, led by a Carol King infused iPod. And she said, do we really recording Knox and I go, yeah, I'm a knock enthusiast. It's another long story we don't have time for because I need to hear your story. And so we went to a cafe, and she told me a tale, which was pretty convoluted, but uh, that they run classes in uh, self-esteem, you know, anything, martial art-based classes and and beyond uh, for anyone uh, interested in it, especially groups. And they also do a bunch of, like, uh, very involved in this community uh, and... So even that, at the holidays and other times of the year, they're doing things for the youth uh, as part of their youth programs uh, because STEAM is more than just physical fitness. It's one of their tenants. Uh, and so they're big into board games. And so they were doing this class for this group. Uh, and she said at the time uh, they'd gotten all these donations of board games and they happen to have it in the dojo side and part of the dojo side was set up with all these board games and tables. And she said this was a mysterious group that hired them, but that's, you know, a lot of times, uh, it's like, she said it was kind of like, uh, people that could have used, like used the training, but she said, she said that it never kind of sat right with her. There's something about the group that was, uh, ominous, uh, 
And she said that, like, this was after they'd been doing a few weeks of classes, and she was already like, uh, okay, I'm not sure about this group uh, of people. And then she said she got a call, and she had to go into the back uh, to look up some numbers uh, or something. And it ended up being a longer call than she expected. And then she heard all this commotion, and she said it sounded like rattling uh, game pieces. And she said, you, you know, I went in, she goes, you know, another thing we do is to like uh, take it one step at a time. Take it slow. Don't just bound into action. And so she said she kind of slipped her way towards the dojo, but didn't just burst in because it was a commotion. And she said when she looked in it, she said, again, these were grown adults all over 30 years old. And... uh she said that they had taken all of the games, uh, the word-based games, Scrabble, Boggle, you know, Word, 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 Worths, uh, with all, all the other great board games. And uh, she said they had set them up on like where people would, where you would chop, uh, like like oh, concrete blocks that you would then try to chop wood in half. You know, she said that's kind of like a part of everybody wants to do that, uh, chop the boards in half. And she said they were chopping the games in half. Uh, and she goes, when they did it, they would say, Karch, Karai. Like, as they were chopping, they would say, Karai. And uh, she said she, like, was upset because they were for donating to youth. Uh, so she went in there and, uh, you know, to, they had to work out a payment plan. And she said, never again will you ever come to this class. Uh, never want to see you. Not in any dojo in town either. For any any of martial arts, mixed martial arts, arts and crafts, nothing. Not one of you. And she said they slunk off. And she goes, I never, that was uh, eight years ago. And she goes, tonight, uh, this very night. And I said, well, it's, uh, that's ominous too, probably. And... I said, maybe it's not an accident we met. And she goes, it wasn't. You said Carol King infused iPod brought you there. And I said, yeah, they're, they're planning something tonight. Uh, I don't know what it is. I thought it was just to, to embarrass me because I love Knox and recording Knox and I was streaming it live on the Internet. Uh, and she goes, that's embarrassing enough, isn't it? And I said, uh, right, but they wanted to really, like, uh, huh. And she said, no, but they're probably up to something else. You're right. And I'd forgotten that I had the phone on me and that they would easily be able to find us. Uh, and so I hit my iPod uh, for my next move and Gypsy King's more and more came up. Uh, and I said, more and more from the Gypsy Kings. It started playing, actually. And she said, uh, she goes, I know where to go. And we headed at, we rushed off. Uh, and we rushed off to this town square, and uh, the town square actually had a doorway, an entryway to it, uh, and uh, it was uh, it was uh, like uh, it was a door that was closed, uh, and uh, like but beyond it was like the night, like like night lights hanging or whatever you call them, uh, market lights, I think they call them, and music was playing. And she said, go ahead and knock on the door. So uh, I knocked on it. It was more of a gate than it was a door, I guess, uh, a doorway. 
and open to this plaza, papel picado, lights, uh, dancing, and uh, just enough distraction, you know, that we could get lost in the crowd. So then the two of us started dancing, and she said, what's next? And I said, I guess we uh, spring our, uh, like, and a lot of people knew her because she was a member, beloved member of this community. And I said, you uh, get some dancers ready and coordinate something uh, because maybe they don't know that we're together yet. Uh, and I'll just play myself. Uh, and uh, she said, okay, I guess. And uh, they said, any particular music you'd like? And I hit Carol King and uh, I said, yeah, this I think this is Romanian. Uh, I don't know where I got it from. Uh, but it's by Pinky. It's Karina. I said, uh, it's featuring Smiley. Uh, I don't know. It might be Czechoslovakian. And uh, they said, why don't you just mutter that to yourself then while you wait for them to surprise you? Uh, yeah, that sounds like, and I said, okay. And they said, we'll get ready. So then I got back by the door and I set up my recording equipment and, uh, I was like pretending to like that. I was like going to get the door knocking on the door from both sides. Uh, so I had the door open, and I was getting everything ready. And then I saw some cars like pull into a part nearby parking lot really fast. And I said, "That must be the Kurtz Karai team." And then uh, they uh, they pulled in, and then they tried to act casual getting out of the car. And I acted like I was so engrossed uh, in what I was doing uh, that uh, I didn't even notice them. Uh, even though they must, I don't know, they must have been, uh, but they kind of like wandered in because there was only, the other side of the square was not uh, blocked, uh, even though there's a doorway on one side and there was like a fence around it. So they wandered into the other side of the square and kind of filtered in. And because, uh, uh uh, Roberta, they didn't see Roberta. So, like, again, I was setting things up, uh, and uh, then, like, uh, I noticed them talking to, like, the, whoever, the DJ, and they saw him pull out a giant stack of money and hand it to the DJ, and then one of them had the mic, uh, who looked like the ringleader. It was the one who, got, like, uh, answered the door, and... Uh, I said, this is good. This is going to be some sort of speech uh, situation. And then I hit thing and I, Carol King, I said, Carol King, uh, and it, Mary Chapin Carpenter can't let take love for granted came up. And I said, well, I'm here because I love Knox. Uh, these people are here because they love dancing. And, uh, maybe this is all going to work out just fine. And then they gathered on the dance floor, but they didn't realize that Roberta had organized the dancers who formed a, like a dance, uh, square. So they were in front of the DJ and there was a square of dancers around them looking like they're just there to play, pay attention. And they started like the guy, the guy he wanted, he like started to make this long speech. There was feedback, uh, and he said, sorry to interrupt your dancing. He actually had a vague, uh, what I thought was a vague spy accent, uh, and went on and on about, uh, 
you know, the sanctity of words and language and communication. And actually someone, even in the audience, was like, boring. And eventually, like, I just said, okay, let's cut to the chase. So I walk out to the center of the square, a.k.a. the dance floor. And I said, I think I know why you're here. And uh, I said, why? And I said, Karch Karai. And and then uh, Roberta Duran, she did a flip tumble and then like a a move and said, Karch Karai. And then they were all like shook. They said, what? uh, But she wasn't, she was just doing it like more like stylistically. And I said, to the, I said, I'll take that mic. Uh, and I just said, you know, I don't know the words of the song, Can't Take Love for Granted. But I do know something about life. Uh, and I made a super long, boring speech. Uh, but it was basically explaining to them that they, I love knocks, they love words. Uh, and sure, I could go through life uh, listening to how people knock on doors or listening to how other, you know, telling, uh, they say, well, what do you, a knock, uh, you're a knock amateur. You're not a knock into, have you ever knocked on a door before? And I know there's people out there that do that. They say, you know, if you want to get somewhere in life, you got to knock on the door with authority. And I said, uh, and some people do and some people don't. Uh, some people knock on a door like a mouse and maybe that's how, you know, and that's okay too. And it's okay that you love so wor- words so much I get on your nerves. Uh, perfectly understandable. I said if I had a laundry list of uh, uh, people that, whose nerves I got, I actually do. Like uh, I said, it would be pretty long, believe me. And I said, these people are here because they love flamenco dancing. And Roberta Duran's here because she loves uh, teaching children uh, self-esteem uh, martial arts and martial arts related activities as well as many other activities meant to build children's self-esteem including board games which were some bizarre reason and they said well we just got carried away and then they made it a genuine apology to roberta duran they said we just got carried away we didn't mean to break the games well we did we just uh it just was so much fun. The, the Scrabble top. We're usually so serious with our gameplay and wordplay. We just, that was our chance to, it was like the reverse of self-esteem. You gave us so much self-esteem, we let our guards down. And then the, the music started to play. We realized we all spoke a, a different version of the same language, love, uh, I loved Knox. Uh, they loved words so much they loathed me. Uh, yeah, well, I guess I said it in my speech. And then we, we like, danced. Uh, we danced the whole night away. And then we, like, actually came up with a new joint uh, thing. Because he said, well, did, so do you, that, uh, he said, tell me about your plan to, uh, and they said, well, we were just going to, um, like, have you knock on some doors till you relax and then knock on doors where people were home and they would have, uh, you know, just said, don't knock on my door. And I said, oh, you tr- you mapped out the grouchiest people in this area. And they said, yeah. They said, people have done that to me before. Yeah. You know, so, uh, but I said, how many, uh, 
vacant doors do you still have access to? And they said, uh, eight. And I said, I have a little game we could play since we know no one will be bothered. And I said, Roberta, do you still have those game? Please tell me you don't have those game boards. They chopped in half, all karate chopped in half. And she said, I do, because you can never have enough scrabble tiles when you're helping kids. You can never have enough boggle letters. And I said, no wonder you teach self-esteem. You ooze esteem and intelligence. And she said, "Uh, by the way, I'm in the committee. And I said, no, 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 I'm just complimenting you in a platonic way. And I said, sigh. And then uh, we, we uh, so then we got together and we went on this tour where instead of knocking on the door, we would throw boggle pieces and scramble tiles at the door and I recorded it. Uh, it sounded pretty darn good and it's pretty pleasurable. And then I gave all of them copies and I made them swear. And um, they said, what, what's with Karch Karai? And they said something to me about double. I said, well, that's a proper noun. And then they explained it to me again. And I said, it doesn't make any sense to me. And then I said, sorry about that. And I still sent them the um, MP3s and waves. So I don't know if they're annoyed with me again or not. But that was like an adventure I had uh, because of my love of Knox. Uh, good night.